1: There comes
0: one of them now. Welcome to the Gamezilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the Motor City Gaming Studios co-host Jazzy Fiddle.
2: Also, welcome to the Gamezilla Podcast.
0: Your last, <laughs> I can't even
2: fucking you do, it. do it. <laughs>
0: I also want to say hello to our producer, Cable Two KX. What up, though? <clears throat> and Jazzy Fiddle. I gave you the best intro I've ever given you, ever. Yeah, but I'm producing too. Oh, okay, sorry. I want all the credit. Yeah, we have to give you extra work. So we have uh, we have our special guest here. He's about to debut a movie. So we thought, why not bring Peter? I mean, Spider-Man into the studio.
1: secret I did it.
0: Mr. Parker, I mean Spider Man has no, gotcha, no horrible. one knows, no one knows. All right, that's enough. We can get him out of here. He's still there, Jazzy. <laughs> Fix him. You're the producer. <laughs> Fix him. All right. Um, before we get into episode 163 of the Games All podcast, I do have one note that I need to I need to push out there because people are going to ask, and I can't talk a lot about it. All we're simply going to say is. Currently, this is our 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 situation moving forward. Jazzy is going to produce the show. I, we're going to co-host it. Cable is still on board and taking care of the video stuff. Uh, I can't really go into anything further, legality purpose wise. But Deadite has stepped away from the show, and uh, we'll leave it at that. Just understand, please respect the space. Please respect the Discord. We can't talk about it right now. Uh, when we can, we will we will happily try to bring you more information. So.
1: Rip. Do you realize this means you're going to stay undefeated in Snake Court?
0: Yeah. <laughs> undefeated
1: right. forever.
0: Forever and ever. All right, so episode 163 of the GameZilla podcast. Let's go around the room here. Let's start with Cable. How you been, man? What What's, what's, what's up? New? What's new?
1: I played Overwatch again for the first time in like three or four fucking months. Boo. I love it. Um, I mean, yay. That's not what you said upstairs. I'm, I'm like, I'm having those, I guess, honeymoons with it because I enjoy playing Overwatch. I really do love playing Overwatch, but then you get shitty people with you, and they want to play one certain character and don't want to follow meta and use like Junkrat the entire time and constantly feed Azaria until she's overpowered.
0: So, AKA, no different than Overwatch has ever been. Pretty much <laughs> pretty much <laughs> I believe
2: uh in the story upstairs though you use the word meta like thirty seven times
1: because the meta right now is so simple and it's like if it it's it's feeding everyone that wants to be dps right now it's three dps two healers and one tank that's what a lot of people want to use then you have the two tank meta which is uh diva and Wilson Wilson. Winston. 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 Well, the the volley-
0: They added the volleyball, the volleyball to the game. To
1: the game. Or wait. <laughs> oh no, no no. They added Wilson!
0: no 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 no. They added the guy that was behind the fence in in Tim Allen's <laughs> Home Improvement. <laughs> That's who it is. Yeah. Oh.
2: Ken- Winston. He's a he's a tank character. He's tank. Cause he's got, he got the, the wall. He has yeah. got the fence. Yeah. 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 Oh dear God. Defense. Yeah.
1: that's the new meta with two healers and dps and it's it's a good meta and it's like everyone has a lot of people gravitate towards these characters a lot when they were playing before this meta change and now no one wants to be them and it's annoying
0: yeah all right well anything else going on
1: other than that i finally beat horizon
0: yeah you did on stream
1: on stream this will be my fourth game on stream that (laughs) i beat.
0: Where can people watch you on stream if since they missed Horizon? Maybe
1: Twitch I will be live tomorrow. I'm debating on starting Persona Five or just streaming some more some Overwatch.
0: Yeah, and you watch it right here, Gamezilla Podcast, Twitch TV slash Gamezilla Podcast.
1: Sorry, I forgot.
0: It's all good, man. It's all good. Part. Jazzy, how you been? Yeah, What's you're new? only
2: part of the show. <laughs>
0: I'm good. I uh,
2: have been playing lots and lots of League because I had, it's been such an up and down week. Um, I had a really bad night and just like tanked my LP in, I'm in Bronze 2 currently, tanked my LP down to 6. And then uh, I spent most of my 4th of July uh, building it back up to 96 and then I lost a game and it dropped to 75. And then I won a game, and it went back up to 96. And then I lost, a, and I just kept bouncing back and forth. So I never actually got back into my promos for Bronze 1. But uh been having a lot of fun with it either way. Um, aside from the one game that I'll let you describe, which was probably one of the worst games of the league that I I've play ever played. I don't play League of Legends. Never and, have, uh, never will. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> it's a so horrible game. Um <laughs> this is going everybody hold on to your butts. Oh boy, here it comes. Hold on to your I have butts. been playing The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild.
0: Where's the horns? That's you. You weren't queued up. It's late. Yeah. <laughs> Go me. Yeah, you have been. You've uh, you gotten bored and decided you wanted to play some video games while you like lay down or get ready for bed. So This
2: is crazy because and you're getting my into it. PlayStation 4. Oh, I, I enjoy the game. Yeah. I'm uh, I still haven't. I played about six hours, and I still have no clue where I'm going. Yeah, that's but, that's, uh, that's that's breath of the wild. I feel you like just like kind of keep it going, and eventually shit happens, right? And then uh, I've already done a few things that because I've been like staying out of it because I've wanted to put time into this game and and have it be a, my first major Zelda title. I have put a lot of time into, and uh I don't want to hear like all the the corgi stories that you guys told. And I've already done. um Let's see, I've already blown myself up. Of course, yeah. I've already uh, accidentally lit the grass on fire and burned myself to death. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. That's I was a good like, one. walking around with a torch, and the grass just lights on fire. I'm like, where the fuck is this coming from? And I was going to golf with flames and like, insta-die, and I'm like, that was dumb, but sweet.
0: <laughs> that's the game, though. You're just like, oh, my God. They thought of it. They thought of everything. Like right. That's basically what you think every time something like that happens. Yeah,
2: other than that, I'm going to give a big shout-out to my boys, TSM. They started the Rift Rivals today playing the EU teams in a tournament, and uh, NA is
0: currently up four games to two to the European teams. Sorry if any any of our European fans are watching. I apologize, but NA, NA, NA.
2: We're sorry. Tell your teams to get better. Yep, that's pretty also, much We it. love you. When
0: when Phoenix One B2, you have a problem.
2: I almost wore the Phoenix One jersey, but I was
0: like, eh, that might be pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All right. Well, uh, I've been up to quite a bit over this holiday weekend. We want to thank everybody for coming and watching us uh, and listening to the recording late because we recorded on Wednesday instead of Monday. You know, d- just to respect the holiday, we had fa- we had people out of town and and just things were everywhere. So. Here we are, a little late, but thanks for tuning in. Because of this, we had a little bit of extra time to play some games. And that's exactly what I did. I played a lot of League. Um, Jazzy's right. I played a game that I probably should talk about. It was the worst League game I have ever played in my entire life. Not in the sense that I played bad, in the sense that, like, I wanted to uninstall the game from my computer and blow it out of existence through my mind. Tell us more. Well, basically what happens here is we were having a couple good nights where, for once in my entire life, I was actually trending towards getting out of Bronze 5. I was like, oh, my God, I need, like, one or two more wins, and I'm going into my my matchmake, you know, my my actual... Yeah, your promos. My actual promos to go to bronze four. Well, we decided to keep pushing, right? And our first game of the night...
2: That was a mistake.
0: ...was a ranked game. We get into it. Boom. I get top, which is the position I want. You get mid, which is the position you want. Everything seems good. We get into our selection. I I highlight, you know, to tell my team who I want to pick. And the next thing I know, my champ is banned. And I go, Oh, the other team banned my champ. And I look at the other team's banned sequence and I go, huh, my champ's not in there. Why why can't I pick why can't I pick him? That's because my own team banned <laughs> my character and then in the chat said, Nah, I'm top. Now, mind you, I was picking fifth, and he was picking third. So he got to pick first, and he picked a top lane, and went top, and like, <laughs> and then this other guy's like, "Don't worry, he's a world famous streamer. He will, he he will reward you for just for just going along with it." And I'm I'm pissed because by and the we're time we're still waiting for a reward. By the time I am realizing what's happening, I have about five seconds to select a character. Mind you, a jungle character now, because that was the position he was supposed to be playing. A care, a position I don't play, and I quickly picked it. I quickly picked the the position. I got my jungler Zach, and then that's when the load screen hits, and I'm just like, I'm fuming, right? I'm just like, this is so dumb. Uh, we're gonna lose. We're losing rank because of this. Like, we're uh, we lost before the game even started, and that's when I realized, oh, oh. I didn't change my loadout. I still have top lane loadout going on, which means I don't have smite. Which means I can't fucking jungle. <laughs> I have no chance in hell at this point. And so I rage quit. I'm like losing my mind. I'm like, fuck this. I'm out. I'm out. I'll take the I'll take the penalty. I'll take the 15 minute ban. I am done. I am out. So sure as shit. Sure as shit. I couldn't even. Oh, timeout, timeout. I see what you're doing. Nope, just tilt the TV. Sorry, technical difficulties. You're good. Good. Golden. All right. So I time. I I I I bail, and Jazzy doesn't follow me. I'm like, where the hell are you? He's like, I'm in the game. I'm gonna go fuck with the top lane. I'm like, <laughs> well, if you're gonna go fuck with them, I'm gonna log back in and fuck with them. So I log back in. The game hasn't started yet, and I'm like, all right, fine. Let's just try this. 35 minutes later go by, we lose the game. But mind you, at the 15-minute mark, I'm running around, this blob, this green blob of Zach, and here comes Jazzy running by me. And he's like, oh, cute, you're level 2. And I was like, (laughs) shut the fuck up, Jazzy! What the hell, man? That's not cool. He's a The whole entire room, every player is level 10, I'm a 2 because I can't kill anything because I don't have smite!
2: Uh, the only reason I realized that you were level 2 is because I'm going and it's like 10 15 <laughs> minutes into the game I'm level like probably 12 at this point I'm I'm rocking my CS God. I'm owning the mid laner I'm feeling good and then I didn't even like think to check on you because I'm a horrible friend and I was just like trying to trying to snowball myself so that we could have a chance to win this game. Yeah. And then uh, you die to the wolves. And I'm like, how the fuck did
0: you die to the wolves? And I look and, oh, that's
2: cute. You're level two.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was real cute. Um, so anyways, that happened. Uh, we took a short break. We came back and we played a real ranked game and we won. And, and, they, and they got out on my system. And we're still playing League. I'm still having fun. But man, if you're out there trolling and ranked and you watch our show, don't watch our show anymore. I don't like you. You're not, <laughs> you're not a good person. Why? Why? Yeah. Why? If this just is, don't do it. If it's a normal
2: game or an ARAM game, still
0: like, it's annoying. It's but annoying, it's but yeah,
2: this was a ring.
0: Busting my ass Pink to Bart. try to get out of yellow What is it? Yellow? Is that it? I yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Yellow. I'm trying to get out of hell. Okay. I'm yeah. just gonna call it hell you just got people throwing games like that so long, long story short we went and checked out this person's stats and like their last 20 matches they're all losses all ranked and they're all with that other guy that was trolling us too they just they just go around ruining people's day it's like that's doesn't seem fun to me i don't i don't understand maybe i'm getting old i don't know Anyway, so league was league was there. Uh, Cave Story. I started my second run through Cave Story, trying to get the uh, the the better ending, uh, the harder ending, and making different decisions as I go. The game's super cool. Uh, I picked it up for Nintendo Switch, but you can play it across a bunch of different systems. But the Cave Story, if you haven't played it and you're a Metroidvania fan, I highly recommend it. It's it instantly moved its way into my top five. Eh, yeah, top. I'd say top five Metroidvania games for sure. Um, super cool. Other than that, I don't think I did anything special. Did I do anything special on the holiday weekend? I believe you did. I don't know. Well, uh, yeah. So I destroyed my game room. Okay, let's just do a little backstory. I destroyed my game room looking for something for a friend. I found it, but because I wrecked my game room, it wasn't me. Yeah, it wasn't. Because I wrecked my room looking for it, I decided this is a great time. To um this is a great time to clean the room, to redo the game room because the closet was out of control. I had just been stashing shit in there. Pretty yeah. soon it was gonna cave in and kill us anyways. So I rip it all out, and that's when you know the holiday hits and a lot of sales happen. And a sale popped up, and I go, huh, you know, I think I'm gonna do it. I think I'm finally gonna do it. I'm gonna follow, I'm gonna follow Cable's footsteps. My footsteps? Yeah. To what? To DX Racer.
1: What?
0: That's right. I went to DX Racer on the 3rd, July 3rd. They were having their their July sale, and I picked myself up a new setup. I picked up a chair and a desk from DX Racer. Uh, I went out to their their headquarters, their showroom here in Whitmore Lake, Michigan. If you are a Michigan listener and you didn't know this, DX Racer is a Michigan-based company, and this is why here at Motor City Gaming we we support DX Racer. We support Michigan-based companies and we love we love their chairs. We love the uh, the the great customer service I got from Justin. You know, I want to thank Justin for for taking care of me. I came out there he he uh, you know, showed me all the different models. I already knew what I wanted, but I at the same time he kind of was showing me all the different styles and different functionalities. So, we got hooked up with a new chair, a Counter Logic Gaming DX Racer, the Racing Series. And then, of course, I had to get the red black desk to match, so that way it would fit my game room, which is also all red. And this is going to be my new streaming area, so you're going to be able to to see more of it, and you're also going to be able to see the cool game room that you that we've always talked about, with over 1,500 video games. It's 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 a fun, it's just my fun room. So being able to show it show it off on stream is going to be is going to be a lot of fun. It's your man cave. It's my man cave, yeah. And uh, it's going to be coming back. Um, It's going to be coming back very soon. Uh, Thursday night is going to be my mainstream time. I'm going to be bringing back indie games. So I'm going to be focusing on things like, you know, Cave Story, Axiom Verge. Like, I'm naming Metroidvania right now, but those are just, like, some of the recent games I've been really enjoying. Ori and the Blind Forest, you know, those are the things that I'm going to be playing I'll mix it up here and there when I'm streaming with cable or streaming with other people but at, you know my main focus is going to be indie and that's uh, you know that's something I'm excited to look forward to but I wanted to I wanted to again thank DX racer they were so awesome when I went out there Justin was amazing and Mitch Mitch came out from um, from the back um, one of their social media guys marketing guys came out and was like hey, were you the one that asked if we were open on Facebook? And I was like, yeah, I had no idea because, you know, it's holiday. I figured you probably should, you know, my business was shut down Monday and Tuesday, right? So, like, I asked, and he was super responsive. He's like, yeah, come on down, we're open. You know, everything was it was super quick response. I was like, awesome. So then he comes out, introduces himself, tells me about the warranties on the, on the seats, and then finds out, you know, we run a podcast. And was just, like, in, instantly, again, you know, I, I love this whole Michigan connection. He was just asking about the podcast, what we do, how he can watch it. So hopefully he's out there. Hopefully he's enjoying the show. If you are, Mitch, again, thank you for everything. And as you can see,
1: uh, yeah. it's TLF too. <laughs> I
0: know, I know, but it's real. See, I can touch it right here. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Have you licked it yet? No, I haven't licked it. I've licked mine, and it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not even I'm not even gonna ask. So I but, did it on screen. <laughs> yeah. But as you can see we got a problem. We're missing we don't have DX racers. You yeah. know, and if Cable was to turn his cam on, he doesn't have a DX racer. No. We need to we need to clean out this. We need to we need to make it yeah, look at there. There's no there's no DX racer there, but look at that, that that's that's a beautiful looking cable right there.
1: Oh, oh. those oh, those man. headphones
0: are nasty as hell though.
1: Phones aren't great. They make me look like a Ninja Turtle.
0: So, <laughs> anyways, they had the July sale going or the July Fourth uh, promo going on. I picked up the the couple items. I I, I built out my room and then I uh, streamed or I uh, played some League of Legends with Jazzy. And I love the chair. If you're looking for a comfortable gaming chair or work chair, like honestly, if you're just looking for something that you're if you're gonna be sitting yeah, and, chair? and working on a computer or gaming, like, man. I, I've sat in some expensive chairs, okay? Like $1,200, $1,400, Herman Miller, you know, yep. some crazy stuff. And they're nice chairs. But this is a good gaming chair, a comfortable chair, and with great lumbar support, great, great neck pillows. I can recline in it. I, I just, you know, I sat in it like most yesterday. I, I did a bunch of work on the website and everything, right? And, and I, it was hours that I was just sitting there working. Normally... My ass would go to sleep or like I'd just get uncomfortable and fidgety and I'd go walk around for a little bit. I just sat there. I'm, I'm, I was just like, this is perfect. I got no problem.
1: I could say the same thing. It's just I was that you were working on it and I was working on stuff too, not knowing that we were both working on things. And I've I literally been sitting here for almost like an hour, and two hours, and did not realize that, oh, crap, it's like 3 o'clock. I need to feed the kids. They <laughs> they might be hungry.
0: Okay, well, uh, <laughs> oh, great. Let's just talk about child neglect. That's well, great. My DX is so good, I neglect my children. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey, that's a new slogan for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> dear
0: God. Okay. Um, so I told him to come lick the seat. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The last thing I want to talk about before we move on with DX Racer is the desk is super cool. Uh, it is a 10-degree slant. So instead of it being flat, where a lot of times, like even in my work cubicle, I find myself, like, putting my arms in, on the edge, you know, and they kind of get tired and sore and everything. It's slanted just enough that like you just you just rest your arms on it and it's it's nice it's just perfect I, I really like the desk uh, they are talking they they did mention to me as well that there is a new desk coming yep uh, they it's not official so they can't talk they wouldn't talk any more about it and they wouldn't show me anything but they did say they are working on something so it looks like currently they only have one model it looks like they're gonna be adding a second model you know to their inventory which is cool.
1: Uh, yeah, and I wish I'd have known about the sale, and that's blown my money a little earlier.
0: <laughs> you would have saved a little more money. I would have
1: saved a little bit more yeah. money, but I'm uh, happy with my chair. Yeah, you
0: still you still got a good hookup. Uh, yeah, yeah. So oh, I
1: forgot her name, she hooked me up really well. I can't think of her name. Um,
0: I don't I don't remember her name either because she, she's an amazing. Because Justin was the one helping me. I know exactly who you're talking about. And if she's watching, I apologize. But the whole the whole squad at DX Racing yeah. was awesome. Even even like when I went around to the warehouse to pick up my stuff. The, you know, the two guys that came out and, and loaded my car, they were super cool. Oh you yeah.
1: Know. She let me sit in almost all the chairs and was like, take yeah. your time. I'm like, I yeah. know which one I want already. <laughs> right? I melted in it like five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Damn. <laughs> I melted in it. These are some great lines. Yeah. This is a... uh <laughs> minus the lick it part. Right.
1: So he's gonna lick his
0: chair watch. Man, I do love the smell of my chair. He's going I do love the smell of my chair. you like lick the chair. Like, right I open, the, you know, it stays in the yeah, game. It stays the in chair. the game room, you're so like it, it like fills up the room. And I open the door, and I'm like, Oh yeah,
2: baby, I'm coming for you. Yeah, I'm gonna get that text <laughs> later, like I did it, and then I'm gonna immediately it's forward that te- to you. It's not even
0: a text. It's gonna be photo evidence. We're like, <laughs> we're like don't judge me. Don't judge me, monkey. Don't judge me. <laughs> Tastes so good. <laughs> All right, but anyways. DX Racer, super, super cool company, super awesome product. I highly recommend it. So, uh, that's what we've been playing. That's what we've been doing over the holiday weekend. You can always let us know what you're up to over on the Discord. Just go to MotorCityGaming.com, and right on the homepage, you will see a big button that says join the MCG Discord. You click it, it's free and it's fun because we talk video games every day with. The whole community. We have tons of people in there talking about everything yeah. from PlayStation, Nintendo, Xbox, all the way to anime, Gundam, and uh, I don't know what was one of the offbeat topics today. I think about what time. I think I think one topic was what time do you poop in the morning? Like I mean, it's everything, guys. It's all the channels are confession channel. Yeah, the confession channel. Exactly. It's See, so there weird. you go. We have an emoji yeah. channel for God's sakes. No one uses words. They just send images through it. Like it's yeah. it's ridiculous. It's like Morse but, code. But you know what? That's what they wanted, and 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 we they we let them. The fan base influence the show, influence the company. And Jazzy, how do you do that? You can influence. Well, see, now you just use the word influence too much. But you
2: can influence the show and get early access to GameZilla I used Alpha. once. By... Once is too many. Influence <laughs> the show, influence <laughs> the community, influence Fine, the company. Fine, twice or three <laughs> times.
0: <laughs> Figure it out. Okay, Anyways, guys, you can do all I of that. I pitch a ball. I pitch a softball. It's like, hey, here's a fucking boulder. Just, just touch it and you miss it swinging a mid f-
2: fucking hockey player you son of a bitch
0: you i you, i've seen
2: your hockey skills you're better than this i don't get it cuz like i can hit a puck out of midair with my stick no problem but hitting a softball with a bat difficult yeah.
0: <laughs> hey why
2: don't you tell the people how they can hey, influence the show you could do all that and get early <laughs> access to GameZilla alpha by supporting us on patreoncom gamezilla podcast like the glitch who says, over the holiday weekend, I was at an in-laws paying, playing Smash, Bro, Smash Bros. So I was going to say Smash Brothers, but it's Bros. Wii U, with the wife's cousin. It was my first time playing the Wii U release and couldn't believe how many playable characters there were. Super Smash Bros., 12 characters. Melee, 26 characters. Brawl, 39 characters. Wii U, 58 characters. With the insane increase of characters in each game and with so many unnecessary ones at that, i.e. the Wii Fit Trainer. Did Nintendo jump the shark with this series? Where do they go from here? Is the series dead? Keep it glitchy, your buddy, The Glitch. You said glitchy and glitch too many times. This is his email, <laughs> and I have to read it word for word, because if I don't, the Discord community chews me up
0: for it. They sure do. Thank you for they keeping sure me fresh, do. Discord. <laughs> Thank you. All right, um, so basically what we got here is, is Super Smash Bros. a dead series? Um, no, nowhere nowhere near dead. It's got a healthy following. It's got a healthy professional series. You know, I think it's fine. Does it have some questionable characters? Absolutely. I mean, when you bring in the Wii Fit Trainer over some of your other IPs that aren't in... And, and mind you, you're bringing third-party IPs in, and you still bring you know things like Wii Fit Trainer in. I mean, I don't know. What do, you, what do you do? Every time these games come out, you kind of want to... Like, people expect more, right? That's the problem is expectations go up. They go up. They go up. Well, how do you... In a fighter, and I think Capcom is dealing with this right now, in a fighting game, how do you keep exceeding expectations in a fighting game? If you If your mechanics are good... And you're, and and the rule sets and everything is is good, then it all comes down to content. So you're either giving you more characters, or you're giving you a better story mode, or you're giving you know like so that's the different that's the problem with a fighting game. I think is it's very difficult to continue growth of a series without even even like what the glitch is doing here. where you were you upset somebody because you went in a direction? Street Fighter 5 that people didn't want you to go but you thought that was the way they wanted you to go and you're not going to know until it's too late right and right. so like we can bash we can bash Street Fighter we Capcom all we want but realistically when you went back to Street Fighter 4 and you listened to the fan base or sorry not necessarily the fan base but the people that kind of the fringe fringe players mm-hmm. they were like it's too hard it's too complicated like the y- your learning curve is way off and that's why i didn't spend time on your game because i couldn't compete so then they go all right well we're going to try to make it more accessible and then it went the other way where it was like it's it's too accessible it's, too accessible. Yeah. it's not there's not enough depth oh and you didn't even bother yeah. to give us arcade mode and you you know you missed on a bunch of things so I think you know. I think uh, Smash Bros is in an interesting situation here, where I think the Wii U version was really good. You know, in in a system that that you know didn't sell well. I think the Wii Wii U Smash uh, Super Smash Bros was real good. So I could see just a port, just you know, just just port it to the Switch. And then, you know, if you're gonna make a new game, you can a couple years down the road or whatever, and you're you know, but I think right now you could just get away with putting it on the switch like you've done with so many other games because you only had, you know, at the peak of it, 10 million Wii Us. You're gonna have 10 million switches after one year of the Switch. So I mean, like, why wouldn't you take these games that deserved a bigger audience and never and never got it? That's Mm -hmm. why I'm super surprised that we still haven't heard about Mario Maker coming to the Switch. Mario Maker on the Switch would be, and again, you, you put it on the 3DS, a watered-down version, but again, like I'm, su- I'm surprised that there's certain games that they haven't just bothered like to just quickly port and just, just to have more options. Like, hey, we're still going to bring you new games, but here's, a, here's the Wii U catalog, too, that maybe you missed out on because you never bought a Wii U. Like Captain Toad. I love Captain Toad. It was so good. Like, you should definitely port that game. And you got to realize
2: too that when you're adding more characters into your game, you're just gonna get those washed out characters that you yeah. just don't really see. I mean, I mean fifty-eight
0: characters, I, yeah, fifty-eight. I
2: mean,
0: yeah, there's gonna be some secondary, third, <laughs> yeah. fourth, sixth, ninth, you know, level characters
2: in this yeah. thing. So. Ah, uh, Riot's League of Legends has 136 playable champions right now, and I can honestly tell you that unless I go into like the champion screen and like scroll through them, there's some I just don't even know exist anymore because nobody plays yeah. them.
0: So. I, yeah, but I do think to to the glitches question, I think the next version of the Smash Bros. If it's not a port, I don't think we see the growth of characters. Like we have been seeing, I think I think you're getting to that point where when you're hitting that 60 character mark, adding 70, 80 characters, it doesn't do anything for the game anymore. If anything, if anything, it creates too many balance issues with the game. I think you're at that point now. I mean, even look at like Marvelous Capcom 2 when they started to really bump up how many players were when three hit, and not you know and everything like it didn't grow that much. It just changed. Yeah. They just, they changed it a bit. Yeah. So. Plus,
2: how much time does Nintendo want to do that? Like, Riot and uh, another game like World of Warcraft, they have actual teams that their whole job is just, like, balancing lore. So they have full departments in their companies that all they do is just make sure that champions are as balanced as they possibly can, and there's a whole department (laughs) at Blizzard that just goes over World of Warcraft lore to make sure that their story ties together and there's no glitches. Yeah.
0: All right, well, thanks for the question, Glitch. Head on over to Patreon and join GameZilla podcast today so that you can influence the show next week. Yeah. All right. uh, Influence I do have an announcement. I want to congratulate us, and I want to congratulate our fans. We hit 1K on Instagram. We hit a thousand followers on Instagram. It's a new—it's a new goal, uh, a new landmark, a new goal that we've reached. Yeah. We are Instagram now. No, no, we're far from that. But oh. still, we want to celebrate our 1K with our fan base, and that is going to be happening uh, tomorrow,
1: <gasps> Thursday.
0: So, yeah, Thursday.
1: And I know some secrets about the third this day. So
0: do I. Maybe not as much as you, but anyways. I know. That they're secret. There you go. See? That's all I know. All right. So 1K, one k, 1,000 followers. We're doing a giveaway. Two to three winners, potentially, is what's going to happen. But here's how it's going down. Live on Instagram. We're going to go live on Instagram. And we're going to start a tag repost style giveaway. So you're going to want to keep an eye on Motor City Gaming on Instagram. And we're going to go live. We're going to give away some cool stuff. I'm not giving away any... Hints, yeah, unless Cable wants to give them away.
1: I can't give it away, but I just know that you're going to really love one of them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There you have it. You're going to really love one of them. And probably all of them. I mean, it's free stuff, right? Who who doesn't like free stuff? But this is our thank you, Mm -hmm. so make sure you're on Instagram. Make sure you're following us and be prepared to tag and repost whatever it is that 8-Bit AJ is going to be sharing. You will love one of them.
1: You're going to really love this one.
2: Yeah, really. And if you've got a beard on your face, you know what you'll love? The Detroit Beard Collective. You can go to their website, get all of the things you need for your beard care needs, and then you can enter the offer code MC Gaming at checkout and save money. How much money do you save, Grim? 20%. Off how much money, Cable?
1: $25 or more.
2: Oh, my gosh. 20% off $25 or more. Go to DetroitBeardCollective.com today and order shit. I just ordered a beer crate.
0: Don't order shit. Order products. Because if you order shit, I don't know if you'll want to use it on your beard. But if you order products, I I guarantee (laughs) you
2: will like it. If there was shit that you could put on your beard that would be good for it, the Detroit Beard Collective would have it. Oh, okay. I don't think it exists, but if it did, they would be
0: the ones to pull it off. All right. Well, thanks to our sponsor. And before we get into our next segment, I have a special...
2: Movie. Is it a secret?
0: It's a special little game. Yeah. I didn't put in the link because I knew you'd fucking click on it, Jazzy.
2: You son of a bitch.
0: So here we go. You know I pay attention. Here we go. Who is the most popular video game character in your state. Ooh, I have the entire United States here with every state voting on their favorite character. Now, this happens by Google search. Basically, they pulled Google search analytics and they found each state which one which character was searched the most. Okay? Okay. okay. All right. So, we'll just let's just start it simple here. We're going to start it with Michigan, our home, our home state. Yep. And I'm going to ask Jazzy. Who do you think our the number? Who do you think our favorite character in video games is?
2: Oh, most searched character in video games in Michigan is probably Pikachu.
0: <sighs> Dang, you missed. Does Cable have an idea.
1: CJ from Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> No, nope, that so well. has got to if, if that's not right, it's fucking lies Nope We relate to him so well
0: No, everyone knows who this is Mario? No, it's Samus Really? Because my choice is all that matters Yeah, of course it's Mario Get out of here I was going to say, I Mario's probably Mario. Samus standard. didn't make it on the entire country, okay? Come on
2: I was going to say, like, Sonic or Mario, but I'm like, man, it's too easy. Let me go with something. Exactly. So
0: if Mario is the uh, top search across the country, who is neck and neck with Mario? Sonic. Mm, There you go. And it's closer than we probably thought. Across the country, it is neck and neck, where seven states each have Mario and Sonic. It is a deadlock tie. Wow. Wow. Yep. Pretty, pretty interesting there. Hold so on, I'm searching Sega. Sonic right now to try to flip this shit. <laughs> now here's the here's the here's the one that I think uh, I I really think Jazzy, you might be surprised by this one. Oh, we have a lead character. Really, and we what? do. Really, In three different states: Hawaii, Florida, and I can't see the map. I'm gonna guess eh, Rhode Island. Let's just say not Rhode Island, eh, Connecticut.
2: Okay. Free. It's the same character, though. Same character. There's same only character. one
0: lead character that made it. Ooh. You man.
2: have... How many guesses do I get? One guess. One guess? If you get it right... What do I
0: get? Nothing. <laughs> oh, ooh. Man, the stakes are high. <laughs> if you get it right... The stakes if you get it, are high. You, if you get it right, I will maybe give you one of my Monster Hydros. Ooh, okay. Deal. Ooh. I've got it narrowed down to
2: three. And out of those three... Three. I've narrowed it down to two. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for thinking oh. out loud. And I appreciate that, at least. Okay, cable. I'm thinking of one in this hand and one in this <laughs> hand. Pick my right hand or left hand. Jinx. No, Jinx isn't one of them. Just she's not left. She's or, not just pick search. left or right. Yeah, left, left or right. Left. Katriana. Katriana. Yeah.
0: Cat. Oh, cat. Is it
2: Ash? Really? Yeah. What was your third one? Uh, my third one would probably have been Jinx. Mm. Man, who is popular? NARP.
0: <clears throat> Annie. Nope. You know who Garen. it is. You know who it is. Morgana. Nope. Uh, Kale. <laughs> Chogat. Ari. <laughs> Ari. Nope. Chogat.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> Chogat would be Come sweet, Come on. Though. You know who it is. Finn? It's a, Is it. No. Is it a meta champion right now? <laughs> God, no. Ergon. Oh, no. Mordekaiser.
0: <laughs> no, I'm going to let this go. I was going to cut you guys off and tell you, but you know what? We're going to run with this. It's
2: got to be it's got to be Curious.
0: I like guys it's got to be at 32 plus. Yeah. Months...
2: It's not a meta champion, so it's Yorick. No. It's um well, Okay, give me a hit. give me a better hit. No. What position do they normally play?
0: Um I'm going to say it's a dual position, top lane jungle. Nidalee. No. Um. Evelyn. No. God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of another one without, Riven. Gi- without giving it away. No, without giving it away. Yeet. No. Lee Sin? No.
2: Lee Sin doesn't play top. Uh, Get out of here. It's also,
0: also in the meta. It's not in the meta. Oh, it's not in the it's meta. It's not in the meta.
2: Who the hell is... There's, this can't be right. Who searches... Who Florida? Oh, my parents are moving to Florida. I'm going to tell them they got to search. You know
0: who this is.
2: Oh, God. I fucking know who it is. Who is it? It's... Fucking Timo. Timo! Fucking goddamn Timo. I should have fucking knew that from the beginning. That little yodel piece of shit. <laughs> fucking Timo. look at me. <laughs> <laughs> you got little <do> mega squad. Talk like this. <laughs> what the hell was that? Oh, fucking Timo. I hate him so much. Everybody does. Fucking hate Timo. But not in but the Hawaii, course, yeah. Florida, or Connecticut. Okay, Hawaii, Florida, and Connecticut. Listen here. Uh, League's popular game. I get that you're searching for characters, but fucking Teemo.
0: Okay, it was God. It, it wasn't Connecticut. It was uh, Delaware. Oh, well, Delaware. Okay. Uh, Connecticut was Kratos. I guess it so. We gotta matter. give credit. We gotta give Connecticut credit. Yeah, they, sorry, they give sorry, credit. Connecticut. Yeah, thank God Delaware. you don't search for Teemo. <laughs> so, um, the, uh, I
2: should. I I'm so mad at myself. I should have known that. Yeah. he would have easily been top three.
0: Yeah, Everybody So, loves so and, and so I said Mario with seven, Sonic with seven, um with six coming in third uh or tie sorry coming in third place with six states, Tomb Raiders, Laura Croft. Okay. And then the next one is pretty pretty uh, wild. Tide is it tied? It's either tied or it's got five. It might be tied though. Uh Freddie Fazbear.
1: Oh, I know that is that's from five five, yeah,
0: 5 Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, so that that's Man, one Man, that guy creeps me out. Yeah, and then it follows up with uh four states with Castlevania's uh card. We have Master Chief at 3, Timo at 3, and then here's the surprising one, Villains proved to be pretty popular. So Bowser taking four states. Wow. And who do you think the most searched character in California and Oregon is? It's a villain.
2: It's and a it's, villain?
0: It's a villain that
2: we all know well. Give me the platform that they're played on,
0: primarily. Mm. Mm. Let's see. Started on Nintendo and then went to pretty much every system Started possible.
2: on Nintendo and then went to every system from there.
0: I could, get, I could tell you, and it's going to give it away, but I don't want to waste any more time on this. So it made its, uh, this villain made his, uh, his appearance on PS1. Sweet Tooth. Oh,
2: just about to say yeah. Sweet Tooth. No, um, he glad, wasn't on Nintendo, though.
0: I'm glad that you uh, at least got one wrong here. This one's easy. This one you should have. You personally should have it.
2: I personally should have it? Yes. Um, because it's a game that I play a
0: lot of? Sephiroth. Correct. So he made it on there, two states, Oregon and California. California is yeah. evil, clearly. I mean, Sephiroth's probably the
2: coolest, at least in my opinion. So I don't want to get anybody's, you know, panties in a bunch, but the coolest civilian. And Final I Fantasy. will
0: give out New Hampshire some credit for cable over here. Tracer from Overwatch is yeah. making it on there with uh, two, two states, New Hampshire and Oklahoma. New Hampshire and Oklahoma. You're watching a lot of Overwatch porn. I commend you. But we also want to say boo Cheers, to Rhode man. Island for Nathan Drake. Dude. <laughs> I think I'm moving to Rhode
1: Island. Those are my
0: type of gamers. <laughs> moving on up. <laughs> All right. Well, I found this article. We'll share it. we'll share it on social media here. But I thought it was cool, you know.
2: Fucking Timo, god damn it.
0: Man, I, I can't believe how much of a problem you had with that one. I'm really, really surprised. But... I should I should have known that. Like I was
2: I was thinking like most popularly played, not most popular like in general. That was my problem. Yeah, well, you know
0: Everybody fucking everybody yodel. fails. You just the fail more little than a little them. fucking Yodel. <laughs> All right. Let's get into some news. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching MotorCityGaming.com. Downloading headlines.
2: Now let's have it, what about this monster story of yours.
0: Download complete.
2: Fucking Timo.
0: Sony pulls down game claiming to offer world's fastest platinum trophy. You could have bought this game for just under $1 at the 99 cent mark. jarmail. No, they did not pull down Jar Mayo. That is still available. (laughs) This game was going to be easier. Sony quickly pulled down the indie game titled Star, 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 1,000 Top Rated. That's the name of the game. Five Star, (laughs) 1,000 Top Rated? Yeah, it's it's not the word star. It's actually five stars and then 1,000 Top Rated from PSN and asked the developer to change the game's name and remove any mention of trophies. The platinum trophy reportedly could have been earned in 20 minutes and is only consistent of easily interactive tile puzzles made out of 4K wallpaper. Additionally, the game was only, my correction, 98 cents. Man. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, also to remind everybody, if you are that desperate for for a uh, platinum trophy, you can download My Name is Mayo, and all you have to do is press the X button 10,000 times, and you will get a platinum trophy. I need to do that, dude. You've got to be able to (laughs) do that. Come on, Cable.
1: Come (laughs) on. You've got to be
0: able to do that faster than 20 minutes. No, I don't know. Why don't you test it out? My Name is Mayo. Stream it.
2: My name is Mayo Stream.
0: <laughs> stream it. Dude. No, can we hook
2: up a dual stream at the studio one day, and then Cable and I will have a mayo off and see who can get 1,000 clicks faster. This got dirty. That sounds really dirty. But you know yeah, what? We mayo can do everywhere. it. Yeah,
0: absolutely. All right. let's, let's, let's give it a try. So anyways, I brought this up because, A, it's funny, but also I thought, uh, and my, my puzzles, mind you, the picture shows a nine a nine panel puzzle of a wave. Yeah, nine I've seen, panels.
2: I seen it. I seen the picture of like it was a nine panel puzzle of like the side of a building, and like <laughs> th- every panel was like like the colors were like this is the
0: blue side yeah. the blue
2: side like you couldn't mess it up yeah. it was so easy. clear
0: as day so oh sony but anyways i do i do think at least this is a sign that they're not going to let i mean they let a lot of stuff slide but at least they're having some credibility on their store kind of eh, whatever
2: yeah but. well speaking of sony the a-bomb chimes in and says what up boys i
0: hate you so much Jesse. question mark question
2: mark <laughs> <laughs> i just got a psvr this weekend and i am blown away absolutely incredible and i have only played a few minutes of loading human you have touched on this before but what aspects specifically about VA- vr did you guys not like or why does it seem like you have given up on it I can't even begin to imagine someday playing a game like Uncharted 4, shout-out to Cable 2KX, or Zelda Breath of the Wild in VR. I don't think I would ever want to enter the real world again. Keep on keeping on, Adam Bomb Diggity-tastic.
0: Okay, so I haven't given up on it, but I think think we moved away from VR because I'm just not... uh, I'm not happy with the support. I'm not happy yeah, with the development. It's all support. Yeah. I'm not happy with the development. I think the hardware is is really cool. You know, I I think you're what you're what you're experiencing right now with with PlayStation VR is exactly what Jazzy and I experienced when we bought ours. And for the first month, two months, we were we were just blown away. We couldn't imagine. We can't imagine what's next and what's gonna how this is just gonna keep developing into the future of gaming, right? And so when the games didn't seem to be coming out and the support seemed to be lacking and then we you know, we go to PAX East, we go to PAX South and West and and we watch and we hosted E three for you guys. It, it just wasn't there. You know, the support it was like you know, we saw this next wave of games coming at E three and we were like, Holy shit, these look worse than the launch titles. And I feel like it's because people are scared to develop for this un, you know, this platform that's not proven. And so for me, it's not that I've given up on it. It's not that I don't like it. I think VR is really cool. I think it has plenty of upside potential. And we're going to see some cool stuff. But, um, you know, I just, I just haven't been happy with what Sony's necessarily been doing with this. Uh, Loading Human, really cool. And, and there are some games coming out, you know, just recently that have been announced that are um, on their way to PS4 that, that have potential. And Resident Evil 7 in VR, creepy as hell. I couldn't even, I, like, I, I literally was like, I was like, I, for my own health, I should probably stop playing this in VR. So it's not that I, you know, good for you. I'm glad you got a PlayStation VR. I, I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying it, and I hope you can t- continue to enjoy it. But that's those are my concerns, and it's why I've kind of wavered on the whole
2: yeah, I've, I've still got my VR here in the studio, and it's just I haven't picked it up for the exact same reasons that Grim said is the support's just not there. Everything, it, it's got that that wow factor for sure, but even the games that were like really cool, like Rigs, just didn't have an online presence, and it's an online-based game. So, between the amount of people that they were able to get in, get the VR in their hands. To the support that they're giving the games and basically the follow-up that they're giving, is it's just not there yet. Um, we could definitely see the light at the end of the tunnel, though, and VR does have the potential to be huge in kind of what you were saying. Being able to put a person physically into a third-party game would just blow the roof off of gaming.
0: Yeah, the second they can give you that full... Yeah, that full feel that you're in another world—that'll be the—that'll be game over. I mean, that'll which be... I thought was what
2: Final Fantasy 15 was going to do, and now I have to go fucking fishing. Wait,
1: wait. They announced they're doing something huge. It's not VR. You don't know
0: that. It's not VR. You
1: don't know that.
0: If it's if they're smart, it's not VR.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, all right. I've yeah. already got
2: so pumped for this VR fishing game. I've actually picked my pole up and fished in the pond next door just to get ready I for got it. so
0: excited that I got rid of my VR. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Your story's better.
0: <laughs> and I don't get rid of much. So. Yeah. So, yeah, I just couldn't hold on to it right now. I just don't feel like having it in the inventory is... Uh, Is gonna work for me, but again, some people are loving it, and that's great. I'm, I'm happy for them. Yeah, keep on keeping on. All right, thanks for the question, Adam. Next story: Five Nights at Freddy's six, canceled. Wah wah wah! You are so
2: behind. Hold on, I forget which one it is.
0: This one. (sighs) <sighs> we'll give him a couple weeks to get adjusted. You need some time. I'm not mad uh, at you. you.
2: If you want me to get this right, I have to fix everything that he did here. This is just so janky.
0: Anyways, Five Nights at Freddy's Six canceled. So this one, you know, it's sad. People really love this series, right? And and it's so it's sad, but I thought it was interesting as to why it's being canceled, right? This is this is where I think. Some people need to, they need to look at their life and realize like that that this is happening. So, um, God, he's so creepy. Though Five Nights at Freddy's Six had not been officially announced, um, I, th- basically the creator wants to step away. I fear that I've been neglecting other things in my life for the sake of trying to keep up with those mounting expectations. So, uh, there's been five entries in the main franchise and. Uh, a sister location releasing last year as far as the most recent game. There's also an RPG spinoff, and, um, you know, there's a lot of things going on, but this doesn't mean that the IP is completely dead. Um, Kothan, which is the creator, says he won't be giving up on making games, nor will he be leaving the um, Friday, what is it? I'm sorry, the uh, they, they abbreviated it here, <laughs> so it's confusing. Five Nights at Freddy's uh, series behind. In addition, the movie is still in production, and is working on a VR game. And he w- he is working to release a VR game at some point. So it's not all doom and gloom, but I just thought it was yeah. interesting that someone you know, that, that someone that's having a lot of success with the series right now. Still looked at their life and 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 family life and just and everything and I realized, said, hey, I need a break. Yeah, realize I'm putting way too much time into this. And, it's and, and important wa- and wants to step away.
2: Yeah, it's important to to have that. Yeah, Bal- that get or balance or
0: balance is everything in life. Mm-hmm. You know, so you you got to find it and 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 don't uh you know and time is so important. You know, we all we all grow up and we all chase the dollar and we all want things. But in the end, it's, it, for me personally, I've, I've come to realize this, is that, is that my time is the most valuable thing that there mm-hmm. is. You know. And I spend it every Monday in the studio with you. I like spending it with Cable, but you! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm like the Timo of this show. You are. You are <laughs> so Timo. Anyway, so and
2: for fans of Five Nights at Freddy's, don't go like posting a bunch of hate on this guy's Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and
1: stuff like that. Like, Post on their mice my,
0: his MySpace page. Yeah, no nobody checks that.
1: <laughs> I don't think you're gonna get a lot of hate for this. I think a lot of people are finding this gang- respectful,
0: respectful, yeah. and yeah,
1: I think so. My kids are dying for the stupid movie. I didn't even know it was coming out.
0: Yeah, I've never played this game.
1: It's. They played the first one. I have it on my phone. You can. They oh, have you them. can play on your phone. You can play it on your phone. Huh. Um, it's it fun. Like, it's like
2: a puzzle puzzle-based game, no, like it's a
1: escape the room game. Kind of escape the room. Mist was.
0: style, like exploration.
1: No puzzles, and you just have to monitor these little animatronics that come to life, and they come to eat you. So you have to. I how you said eat you. Like yeah, you're, eat all, you. you're all it excited. You're down. like, eat you. They're going to eat me. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, Pikachu it's sneezed or game. something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a fun game. My kids enjoy it a lot. They get scared. Um, I think Kayla. It
0: scares the shit out of me just looking at it. Yeah, <laughs> look at
1: these guys. They're scary. So, yeah, wait, you're
2: just watching these things to make sure they don't eat you?
1: Yeah, you're at. The whole premise is that you're at a Chuck E. Cheese's that is. And at night, the animatronics come to life. And you just have to watch them to make sure. They don't do nothing bad or get out. Huh. And I'll have, to, I'll
0: have to take a look.
1: It's a fun game. It it's truly is a lot of fun. All
0: right. Yeah. Next story Overwatch officially teases the long rumored character, Doomfist.
1: I'm excited for this. this is my Doomfist so
0: we, we talked a little bit about that more rumors were surfacing, but we have an official, official
1: sighting. Official, official. official
0: news. And by official, I mean fictional news report on the Overwatch blog and explained that Doomfist has been broken out of prison by Reaper and reclaimed his gauntlet weapon from in-game location, Nubani.
1: That's why you see the broken glass in the little jar that you have to escort.
0: Exactly, yeah. Which also explains the damage that's been added to various parts of the map in a previous update.
2: Yeah, it looks like a Doomfist went through there for sure.
0: In the report, Doomfist is referred to by the name Akandi Ogandimu. The game's say that twice. Akandi Ogandimu. Akandi Ogandimu. Okay. Akandi Ogandimu the games a- fiction i keep getting like more like asian yeah. or something yeah, I, I, like, I, don't, I, I i like how it started <laughs> off and then you're like oh <laughs> god I'll, I'll be honest with you the way i read names now because i took japanese class at work like i i like break words up in japanese form which is uh, which is how like how you can break up uh, the the way that they break their their names or or even just words is different so i've caught yeah. myself doing that anyways this character, uh, the game's fiction already has two named characters who have gone by the title Doomfist, but neither by that name. Which implies that this Doomfist is the successor, and can be seen in the banners on the uh, Nubani map. Yes. So we have the savior, the scourge, and then the successor, and the successor being the current Doomfist.
1: And he's currently like blacked out with a question mark or something over. Yeah.
0: With just the only thing I think you can see is his arm, right? Yeah. You know. So. Uh, and so, for, the glove. Yeah, Doomfist has probably been the biggest, like the biggest, like uh, what hype thing around Overwatch for some time now. But with things like uh, Sombra, yeah, with Sombra, Sombra or was the hype. or uh, voice acting from some, Terry Crews. yeah, from Terry Crews, man, and and all I sorts of Doomfist. stuff going on. Yeah, I, I, I hope, hope he is too. This. It'd be great. So. But well, yeah, uh, Doomfist has become something of an obsession. Overwatch fans originally passing mention in the game's original animated trailer. Blizzard has said it began to expand his character simply because of fan interest. And, and let's be honest, I think a lot of this is happening just because of the craze. So, yeah, um, that's all we know right now. I think we, you know, the speculation kind of started last week, and this is now. They are leaking something out that, that something's coming. There is that that possibility that this is all just referring to uh, the, the Doomfist summer games that's coming out. That it could be a, another just tease into a, into a game mode. But only time will tell. Man,
1: so. I'm pretty sure you're not going to see Doomfist into BlizzCon.
0: It, it would be a good time for for him yeah, to I make his appearance that's when you're going to get him we got sombra at blizzcon last we got year right at yeah.
2: shout out blizzard for making the most ingenious move in video gaming history they've created a video game in which they don't have to do any work for dlc content <laughs> the fans literally create it for you and then you just make it happen <laughs> pretty much pretty much you should
1: see some of these fan theories and these fan like background stories that they're doing in for depth. these characters they're in very depth. in depth
0: yeah all right, next story. X Inside Developer announces new game Somerville, and this is uh, so Inside or um, Limbo is is another game that that uh, playful, uh, or sorry, Play Dead developer. Uh, so Dino P- uh, Patty, former CEO and co-founder of Play Dead, is going to be is announcing his new game and the. uh... And this is after leaving Play Dead. So, this is not a Play Dead game. Right. Yep. They left yeah. Play Dead. So, yeah. So, uh, Somerville is a product of a collaboration between Patty and Chris Olson, a seasoned feature film animator turned developer. According to release uh, from Jump Ship, the studio began the new game. Described as a sci fi action adventure game, Somerville chronicles the lives of key individuals in the wake of a global catastrophe. Sounds really cool. Um it, it's so almost exactly one year ago, Patty announced via Twitter his decision to leave Play Dead to seek new challenges. Those new challenges include incorporating the Guildford UK based jump ship studios and working on this new game. So Man, this, this is huge. I'm excited, yeah. Yeah.
2: Anything is... that these guys do, cause I believe like <laughs> on average uh Inside was like a ten out of ten from most places, and Limbo was like a nine to nine point five. So yeah, they're
0: both almost perfect games for for what they were, and and yet yeah, this this the concept sounds really cool. There is a teaser trailer out there that you can uh, you can see, and again on our social media we share a lot of these articles out, so you can find it there or Motor City Gaming uh, on Facebook and all that good stuff. So, um, or you could watch it right now live. Could, but, but we're not going we're right not going to do that. But if you're in the Twitch channel, you are doing that. Anyways, um,
1: it looks good. I, uh, yeah, it looks play. yeah, it looks really cool. I like cool. the art style already. Art
0: style's cool. I just love the whole like. It looks like you're kind of in like an old, an old like farm farmhouse, mm-hmm. but then in the background it's just like su- sci-fi like skyscrapers and lasers traveling across the sky. So it's a really cool just just a, you know just uh, co- um, contrast. Wow, I can't talk right now. Real cool contrast of just. The, the different feeling, different uh, generations mixed into one. Yeah. So pretty I cool. remember
2: playing Inside on the plane ride to San Antonio. And Graham looks up and he's like, what do you think? And my, the only word I could say is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a gorgeous game. Yeah. I really cool. should have
1: sent the poet.
0: All I, I
2: right. melted in my seat.
0: Next, uh, next story, Shadow of the Colossus remake. Original director submitted ideas for changes. Uh So, This is interesting just because Famito Udia, the director of Original Shadow of the Colossus, submitted a proposal with the ideas for changes for the upcoming remake of the beloved PS2 classic. Uh, Discussing the upcoming PS4 remake in an interview with Eurogamer, uh, noting he doesn't know if any of his suggestions will be carried out for the games, he did state, I transmitted my petition about the content and tuning... Content and tuning, but I don't know the implementation will be what I told. He explains. So uh, there's just some things that he thought the original game that he created needed some adjustments, needed some, you know, to just some cleanups. There were some glitches. There were just some things that he really wanted to change. It's not like he wants all you're getting all new Colossuses or anything, anything like that. Colossi. Colossuses. Colossi. No, it's Colossus.
1: Like geese
0: yeah, it's the same thing. Or mouse
2: I hate both of you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so just put s- 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 uh, at the end of it. Yeah. Jazzy says, <laughs> Oh, okay, yep. Now I like it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so the the adding to this is uh it's he who wants to change something, but he doesn't know if it's possible to change all the things he wants to to change. Uh refi- refraining from detailing what those suggestions were. But he did say if I say one thing and in the final version that thing is not included, it's a problem. So, you know, he um you know, he really would like to see these changes to what he created, even though he's not involved in this remake. Right. Which, you know, it makes sense. This was a this was this is a yeah. big game. This I is mean, a cult it's classic. Huge yeah. Game. Yeah. It's
2: a story told by him, so they should
0: take into consideration. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully they listen to him. I think, you know, obviously. He, he has a track record that if he's going to speak up, maybe you should listen because he's done some great things, minus the Last Guardian. <coughs> Next story,
2: still great, <laughs> not to all of us.
0: Next story: Halo developer gives Halo PC fan game installation zero one its blessing. Hey, so this is pretty cool. Um, you know, Halo developer three four three Industries has legally backed the Halo based multiplayer PC fan game. Installation 01. Uh, the, the, the team behind the community-driven project revealed the news in a recent blog saying that after reaching out and talking to 343 about the legality of the game, 343 has officially cleared the team to continue making it. Installation 01 is the name after the Halo created by the Forerunner race and being developed using quite a few elements from Halo 2 and Halo 3. So... The, the big thing here is, however, Installation 01 developers can't sell the game for a profit or, or accept any donations. Selling merchandise related to the project is also not allowed, but developers can sell merchandise based on the team and the studio itself. So they got to get creative of how they can generate some funds to support this project. But overall, it is, I think it's super cool that 343 is coming out and saying, you know what? yes. We know you're a huge you're a fan of the, of the IP. You're a fan of us. And instead of being like Nintendo and just saying, no, 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 we're going to let our fans expand the, the imagination of Halo and do things you know that, that they want to do and that, the, that the other fans want to see. I think it's a good move. It's a smart move by 343. And, and that, I don't say a lot of good things about 343. So yeah. congratulations. This is, this is a good decision.
2: I feel especially with like this is super smart on their part, especially with as poorly received as Five was. Not a lot of people were very into that game, and I don't think they got the fan base that they wanted off of it. So I think being able to flip the script and saying, "Hey, you want to know what? You know, we've been working on this for you know so many years now, and maybe you know our creative juices just need a a hot minute to to refresh or whatever. Let's let the fans who are the biggest, you know, supporters of your game, and there's like so many fans are gonna come up with like, like yeah. you say with the Overwatch, like the backstories that those fans are coming out with, like crazy, like thoughtful, creative, and stuff of that. So why not give them a couple rights and let them let them take your series somewhere?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's cool. Um, just to just to backtrack, and and since you were throwing shade for Halo Five, Halo Five got a nine out of ten. Like in the review, it, it, the story was what it, you're basing this off a lot of what I said, and I, I bashed this game because they jacked the story all up, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and Halo 5's story it was too confusing, but the shooting, the mechanics of Halo oh, ne- yeah. never felt better, never felt better. And yeah. let's be honest, Halo. Is multiplayer like that's that's where Halo is. You got a pro- professional yeah. series. You got you know like so in the end, if you're looking for an amazing shooter that has a healthy gaming you know a healthy community around the multiplayer aspect, Halo is a fine game. I just was super upset with the weak characters, horrible story. You know after we waited so long to to, to see what was going to happen, so that was that it, it was a letdown for me. I think many people still enjoyed Halo Five, Halo Five.
1: I mean, to be honest, them not backing this would have been so stupid. When they backed Rooster Teeth when they were making spoofs of Halo, true. So why wouldn't you let someone? This I mean, this looks amazing. Like it would be an interesting story. I don't know as far as I'll, if I'll play it, but it does look interesting. Yeah,
0: it looks cool, and and I'm all about uh, I'm all about the, the like you said the. The Halo rings and the and, and building story more around that. Like, that's what I want to know about. That's, that's the one thing that Five got me into is that they found a new Halo. You know, they found a new device, and I was like, oh, my God, that's the only good thing to come out of this, and I have to wait years for the next game to tell me even more. But nonetheless, it looks cool. Uh, then the next topic I wanted to talk about was it's an opinion topic, and it's uh, – it's basically questioning what does Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite want to be? Okay, that's the title. And I brought this up because and we talked about it earlier in the show about Capcom and the moves that they're making. And I just don't think they're learning. I really do not think they're paying attention. And E3 proved it to us because a game that no one knew about in Dragon Ball Fighter Z came out and it blew the doors off of off of Marvel vs. Capcom. So my, my point here is that Street Fighter V had a rough launch and it got roasted in the community because of lack of all sorts of things, especially a story and arcade mode. So what does Capcom do? They come out and they put all this focus on the story mode again. And that for me, I'm like, all right, cool. But overall, the game has this easy accessibility again. About this whole like, well, you know, I think uh, I think Marvel's Capcom Three got too complicated, so we got to simplify it. Uh, you were used to three players, now you're only going to get two. You were used to assist assist mechanism, it's gone. You were like, it, you know, this comes back to that question with fighting games. It's like after so many generations, after so many versions of this game, how do you keep evolving it without completely changing the game? And I think we're 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 literally watching. Marvelous Capcom kind of change. It's fighting style is changing. The the mechanics are changing. Even the support aspect of the game is changing. And we don't know yet if it's for the good, or, for the better or worse, but overall people are not thrilled with Capcom considering Capcom owned the fighting fight. world. Yeah. They owned it with Marvelous Capcom, Street Fighter. Like they were the king. And they really have just kind of just fumbled everything and they continue to fumble it. So it's, um, you know, it's it's difficult. We see we, basically what we're seeing, mainly what we're seeing from Marvel's Capcom before it comes out this September is it, that it's focus on story mode and simple gameplay as a reaction to what happened with Street Fighter V. Disastrous launch. Um, Street Fighter V alienated a lot of fans by launching without an arcade mode, an insignificant tutorial mode, and a reduced roster. Sales disappointed and community, community revolted, creating a PR nightmare for Capcom. And so what do they do? Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite comes out, right? Or it's coming out. And is trying to thread a very specific needle, the appeal to the esports and the veteran scene by providing characters and gameplay they know and love while also trying to open the game up to new players through a renewed focus on accessibility again. But from what they've shown, it seems that Capcom has taken the wrong lessons from Street Fighter V's release. It, it, I Like... How can you look at Street Fighter V and then basically look at Marvel vs. Capcom and say this is the right, this is the right decision? It, it doesn't look like it to me. The hype for this game for me is almost gone. Especially, I don't even know anything about Dragon Ball, but after seeing that game, I was like, I want to buy Dragon Ball over over Marvel vs. Capcom.
1: Dragon Ball looks like Marvel vs. Capcom two. It and that's does. Why I, it, that's why ex- I love the
0: Exactly. Instrument. That's exactly it. I don't know. You I'm, got you got any thoughts on this? I do, because
1: when I first saw it... I'm sorry, Jazzy.
0: No, I was just
2: going to say go ahead, because I'm not a big fighter fan, so I don't really have much.
1: When I first saw the trailer, I did not think this was Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. I thought it was Marvel Alliances, like or like a, a hybrid where it was Capcom and Marvel like Alliances. That's what I thought it was, and I was excited for that more yeah. than I was for Infinity. Yep, yep. And to see that it's just the, the Marvel vs. Um, even though I'm a huge fan of the series, but I don't know. I'm not drawn to this i don't, I don't i'm not as excited for it i didn't even download the demo like i was like oh cool. I'm, like, I'm gonna try it but and i was like when i went to go download i was like i really don't care because it's not what i wanted it to be which i thought was going to be alliance so so hopefully they can hear that and see people thought that was alliance it didn't make that
0: <laughs> street fighter 5 didn't fail because of lack of a story and while some players can arguably say that they care about chateloo and And whatever plot Bison has uh, this time, Marvel vs. Capcom doesn't attract players for its plot. Any game series where Arthur from Ghosts and Goblins is teaming up with Chris from Resident Evil to defeat Thanos is, at its core, ridiculous. And that's that's simple that's as simple as that. Smash Brothers and the roster, like like Smash Brothers, the roster of Marvel's Capcom has always been an effective toy chest for a child who didn't care about consistency. Instead of an emphasis on story mode, Capcom should have taken E3 to show how the game is going to teach players beyond the basics of punch, kick, and block. What doesn't uh, what wasn't presented at E3 Demo is a presentation of Infinite's tutorial that will explain things like specials, how to air juggle, cancels, etc. These higher level abilities are what is separating new players from veterans. And players can beat the story in arcade mode all they want, but without an introduction to the higher concepts of fighting games in general, because it's common across many games, they're still getting stopped the first time they play. And guess what that does?
1: makes you not want to play exactly
0: you go all right well you know what? i'm not good at this game i'm gonna go try something else and
1: that's exactly what happened with street fighter 5 when we had the family video uh, family video tournament yep i was like eh, this dude just whooped my butt really <laughs> without even trying he kept throwing cans on the ground and just beating my butt with it i'm like I, I don't want to play this this is not fun i don't know i don't have that skill gap like xander he's amazing at these games he knows that skill gap he knows what to do he knows how to counter an air but, juggle. But and see, all the that thing
0: stuff. is, is that that's all Capcom has to focus on, is te- is 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 worry about teaching that, showing that mechanism, that mechanic, that style, and focus around that, where where you're gonna grab people that go, oh, that's cool, air juggling, oh, that's cool, you know, like and teach them that because if you can te- if you can help entry level players understand that that's important to your game then they may retain and stay with your game longer.
1: I I think so. If I could actually learn how to do all that stuff, I would probably play more.
0: I mean, I wasted a ton of money on arcade sticks. I love collecting arcade sticks, but I don't play, short of Mortal Kombat, I don't play a, a lot of Fighters. I just I just you know because yeah. a I go through the story mode I get my story as, as ridiculous and shitty as it may be and then I go play a little bit online and I like Mortal Kombat's king of the Hill system where I can get in with with a bunch of my friends instead of just one friend and we can just have fun in a chat and just fight right but like other than that I just fall out because I'm not competitive enough I, I just don't I don't grasp it and the tutorial system isn't it's not there. It's not good enough to take someone like me, an, a novice player, a fringe fighter, and and make me better or make me understand it to a level where I go, okay, I'm going to go play online rank now. So.
1: I'm the same way. As soon as I play it, I beat the story mode first because I love the story modes and then i try to play one or two games online and then i meet that one person that air juggles me the 90% of the time and yeah. then i race quick and don't play the game again.
0: Yeah. And i think the big thing here is that it's not always about holding my hand, uh, holding our hands and exactly. getting us through a game. What it is about is the fact that when you take all your focus at e3 and basically put it into a story that your your professional community, your hardcore community and everybody else, they don't care about it. So then when Dragon Ball Fighter Z comes out and it just shows g- gameplay, 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 and you know three player mechanic. And they start talking about the mechanics. They they did exactly what Capcom should have done.
1: I mean, I believe Capcom can turn this around. Yeah, absolutely. They do absolutely. have a, do a large Twitch following. Maybe show some individual streams of yeah. how to play the game better.
0: Yep. I'm also not a fan of the of the uh, the graphics. The style is just. It it looks too bubbly. It, it
1: looks like, it look like it's trying to go cel shaded, but yeah. not
0: but not cel shaded. More like uh, more like like water color? junky computerized. Yeah. It's more yeah. like poorly painted watercolor. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not not again compared to Dragon Ball Fighter Z, and it's like it's just not. It's just I'm not going like, to
1: get that game. I don't yeah. even, like. I don't play fighter games enough, but I'm getting that. I one.
0: am, and I don't even know anything about Dragon Ball. That looks that cool. I'm like, I'm in. All right, next story, Personas Director. New project, seemingly a traditional RPG for the PS4. Oh, so if you've been enjoying Persona Five, I, mean. I, I know you're in. If you've been enjoying Persona Five and you and you've and you've enjoyed the the previous games made, then Project Re Fantasy, which is the next title from Persona director Kadasura Hashino. Uh, oh, sorry, Hashino. Katasura Hashino, newly formed development team studio, Zero. I like, I like that development team. Mm-hmm. Uh, could very well be a PS4 game if the job listing is any indication. So this news article is basically stating that uh, he's come out and is looking for some, some, some people to jump on board with this project, and basically it's stating that this is uh, the early stage of development and strives to be a return to the roots of where the Japanese game industry began with fantasy role-playing games. So uh, traditional RPG, and it also basically states that this is for um, the a, a PlayStation platform. is, is kind of what it says. Uh, uh, the production of character motions in a newly in development PlayStation Four game. So it pl- just pulls it right out there. So giving that sense that this could be an exclusive. Yeah,
2: yeah. Tradished. Which
0: which Persona Five was. Correct. So. Yeah. I mean it would make sense to follow suit but here we go. I mean this is really cool. I love I love the the statement where it's uh strives to return to the roots of where Japanese game industry began with fantasy role playing games. Like that's huge cuz then we're going back and we might be talking like early PlayStation 1 games, you know, some some RPGs that we, we you know, th- yeah, these RPGs that we put up in our all-time great list. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And this is a person that can definitely do that. This is a person that's proven, you know, time and time again, to produce games that we love and put in those top lists, like Persona Four, like Persona Five. You know, um, you know, I, uh, I'm excited. Yeah.
2: I'm typically not a a fan of that style of game, in general, like the JRPG aspect of it almost. But like pers- the Persona series, just I don't know what it is. About it, it just sucks you in and yeah. like forces you to love it, and then like the storytelling is just so
1: good. Oh, yeah, and the voiceover for for Ton Five is so amazing. Like the music is even amazing. Yeah, like, I found myself singing it every now and then.
2: <laughs> I I that little cafe in the beginning, I just stood there and didn't like actually leave to go do the next thing because I just wanted to hear like that background
0: music. <laughs> so
1: I'm, I'm debating on if I want to stream this game. Like I want to play it. I have it. I own it. Just debating on it.
0: So, following that up, we have Square Enix news, and they have revealed their new game, Antique Carnival. And that is going to be, we don't know a ton about it, but while there's, there's currently little information about this project, an official website is live with the story outline and a trailer for one of the game's characters, Bernard. So, um, Additional, character, uh, additional trailers for four more characters will be, le- will be released in the following days. so July 7th, the 10th, and the 12th, and the 14th. Each day we'll get a new video to, to kind of create this whole scene of what's going on with this game. The story description uh, is strange and cryptic, but it appears to explore the difference between dolls and people and what separates things from living things the description the description goes on to discuss a labyrinth which traps explorers and a boy visiting the labyrinth and understanding the desires of the dolls captured within it so i cool. don't want
2: anything to do with this game <laughs> it looks yeah. interesting yeah and uh, i'm just the, the whole like dolls and the re- like uh, my grandma made me watch chucky when
1: i was little and it scared the shit out of me Your all grandma's right grandma's
0: a good person
1: dude my mom took us to the drive-in, and I had a my buddy dial right next to me when we saw a <laughs> oh, Chuck
0: Man. E. What's wrong with your parents?
1: Talk about ditching a dial so fast! I, I mean, mean, to be
0: fair, my grandpa actually uh, was the, was the first was because he it was his fault that I watched Child uh Child's Ch- Play Child's Play three I think it yeah. was, um, and that was the first time I saw yeah. Chucky, and I had nightmares, of course, but. To be um, fair, I grew to love Chucky, and then it
2: was Critters that really bothered me.
0: Now, see, I never loved Chucky. Like, like down the road from us, there's a house that they have a bay window and on the side of the house, and they put a Chucky they, doll. Chucky in doll. It. I see. Yep, I go, every time I drive by, I and I, I see instantly, that. I'm like, well, if I'm ever at, out at night in that area, I'm just gonna off myself because I, yeah. you know, it's um, it's a done deal. Uh, if I was
2: those people, I would, like, fuck with people and just, like, move them a couple times. Yeah, no, see? Like, just, like you're like... looking for him, and then he's just fucking gone. I'd be like, I'd flip the fuck out if I ever drove by that house and he was oh, yeah. not in that window. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so, um, yeah <laughs> so, like I said, you're getting more videos for the other characters, but on July 18th, they will be releasing more details on the game in general uh, for, for uh, re-fantasy.
1: So they're trying to do... I'm sorry, not re-fantasy, uh, Antique they... Carnival. So they're doing it like they did with uh, Final Fantasy fifteen with the little individual backstories. Yep. that's pretty cool.
0: Yep, it worked for fifteen, so I guess they figured i will do it again. <laughs> Build suspense. I
1: mean, I, I watched all of them; they yeah. were good.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. I like new IPs, and I like Square Enix, so you know that's uh, it's all it's a win win. All right, my my last topic was uh, it was a stri- it's an interesting piece that I wanted more of a um a discussion piece here for us, and that is simply why some men don't work. Because video games have gotten really good. I this don't is, know what you're talking about. Yeah. This was an article um, that, that, that uh, got brought up because of a uh, research that was done from the National Bureau of Economic Research. And uh, the paper by The Economist basically stated that uh, video games help explain why younger men are working fewer hours. So they compared things because they, they um, studied certain things, and they, what they did was they looked at 2004 to 2007 versus 2012 to 2015 in the sense of uh, leisure time, right? Uh-huh. And leisure time in 2004 to 2007 was about 61 hours a month, and it grew to 63.4 hours a month, a change of 2.3, right? Not 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 a lot, but it grew. The interesting fact, though, was that video games out of recreational computer time, optional sleeping, eating, and and personal care, TV, socializing, and other leisure activities, the video games was the highest growth rate out of all those. And they're basically stating because the previous generation, which don't play video games as much anymore... Uh, they played Mario and pong and pac man right and now in this generation we're playing Witcher an entire world that we go into and we can explore We're playing they, they, they reference World of Warcraft a lot because it's like you they games now build dependency right So an mm-hmm. example is that you have to log in because your friends need you because your clan needs you because you don't want to let down the group you know like it builds this expectation it builds this, almost responsibility mm-hmm. outside of a real world where you need to get on and be that tank or you need to get on and support and things like that so and, and that's where they keep kind of writing and saying that this is the why we're seeing that is because games are more real games are more you, you absorb yourself more into them and you know in the end men and, and this is actually showing no growth on the women's side which was which was surprising men uh, are working less and gaming more because of it Younger men,
1: and also think if it plays into people who are like not antisocial. Sure, they don't like to go out and talk to people because they they don't know how. Well, uh, I mean, this day and age, people don't really communicate no more. So it's easier easier for someone to communicate via online behind a keyboard and say how they really want to feel and express themselves. Yeah, I keep
2: th- in mind too that that they're growing up in this this age of technology. Sure. Like yeah. when, when we were growing up, like computers were, you know, just coming to like becoming yeah. big. They were so, garbage. Like, you play Oregon yeah.
0: trail and you type. Down. Yeah.
2: You, not every household had a household computer. Yeah. That's like how new they were to, to getting, uh, you know, out to the public. Uh, now you're basically raising your kids into that. You know, the, I think they said 20, 21 to 35, was kind of like their test their test, uh, ages. And like th- this is that group of people that grew up with that technology.
0: Yeah, well, 21 to 35, but they're also talking, th- like American men, 31 to 55, were working about 163 fewer hours a year than that same age group did in 2000. Mm-hmm. Men, 21 to 30, were working 203 few hours a year. So still both down. But yes, you're right. 21 to 30, even more. And so, you know, young men fell so much more than those of the older counterpart. And the gap between the two groups be about 40, hour, 40 hours a year difference, right? So, which is a full work week. It's a full work week mm-hmm. uh, difference. So, and th- that's basically they're saying, um, you know, there's, like you said, globalization, technic- techn- uh, technology change, shift of service work you know, um, and that employees may not be hiring young men. Instead of looking at why employers don't want young men, the group of economists considered a different question. Why don't young men want to work? So you're actually even seeing, like, certain companies, you know, in certain instances, they pick a different age group knowing that this younger group is, cares more about their leisure time, cares more about free time, which is what we talked about, right? Mm-hmm. Time is important, and we want work-life balance, Right, so what we're seeing though is that that work-life balance, that life balance, a huge chunk of it's going to video games, a huge chunk of it's going to interactive media, TV declined, movies declined, S- socialization declined, uh, computer time went up, but again, a lot of these other things actually went in the negative from the to, you know the old time period to this current time period that we're that we're tracking. Mm-hmm. So that that's actually is, is super concerning in a way actually but it also proves that interactive media is king right now
2: yeah true plus the ability to put something in somebody's hand also spurs that too um with the amount of technology they have nowadays there's a lot of jobs where people are just sitting down watching monitors like think of all like the security jobs or that's what i do yeah like, you, you sit down and you watch a monitor. So, what's to say if you're putting a device like the Nintendo Switch or, how about this, your mobile phone, which you didn't have back in the day, that you could play games on? Why wouldn't you just do something that's more entertaining than watching a screen? Like, you're almost, in a, in certain work situations forcing them into those situations yeah
0: out of that 2.3 per, uh change from the 61 to the 63.4 60 of that was video games mm-hmm. the change so you know and again we're talking only a couple hours but we're talking a couple hours over the span of a huge group so when you collaborate those hours together it, it comes up to a lot of time yeah. so and where if you look at 21 to 30 of younger women um you know the uh the the video games were a a dead zero growth. But the large growth was optional sleeping, eating, and personal care. That was the growth. 1.8. So that, you know, that and, and their total leisure time is lower than than, than men. Yeah. But if you go look at older men, yes, their total leisure went up a little bit, still much lower than younger men. Video games actually shrunk while optional sleeping, eating, personal care grew the most. And T V actually grew because I think you're seeing this shift of moving away from video games, but they still want they would still the, want yeah, the, still need media. That yeah. So,
2: yeah, not not to, not to give a you know saying like, oh yeah, you know, pulling people away from work is bad because we we want our society to be able to work and you know put time in and you know make it better. Like it has been over the past you know ten fifteen years, the video game industry's just gotten great. At doing one thing, and that is allowing the gamer to be put in a situation that they cannot be in in their normal everyday lives, right? And that's and so that, yeah, the that's... draw of a video game. I can see like these numbers don't surprise me because of the games that we have now are so like fantasy to where it's like you can be <laughs> anything you possibly want to be just by playing a specific type of video game and
0: i mean it's not that they're shocking but it is concerning because and because of what you what you're saying is that people are more inclined to go live to go try to achieve a fantasy goal instead of a real goal right and so like games provide a sense of waking in the morning with one goal i'm trying to improve a skill teammates are counting on me and my online community is relying on me this is a state statement from Jane McGonigal, a video game scholar and game designer. This is a routine and daily process that, is, that does a good job at replacing traditional work because you're doing work in your game. You actually, you know, exhaust your brain. You you get to that. You get frustrated. You you know, like all that happens in game. And so then you don't do it out here necessarily all the time. It happens. I mean, you still get frustrated at work, but still. Right. right? Um, but Adam uh, Atler, Adam a professor of marketing and psychology at New York University who studies digital addiction, highlighted the fact that unlike TV shows or concerts, today's video games don't end. Right. There's no end to them. Yeah, it's true. And so, because of it, most forms of entertainment have some form of stopping cue signals that remind you that a certain act or episode is ending, like a commercial uh, or a timer. Many video games don't have an end; they're built to be endless or have long-range goals that we don't like to abandon. Destiny. Destiny. The grind World of is, World, is real. World of, of Warcraft. Warcraft. Yeah, I mean, we've pl- I've played many of these games. I go, man. He's right. Overwatch has no end. There's, it's just. You don't repl- even have a beginning. Just, you Just play <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <and laughs> just play yeah. it. League As of Legends say, League, has nothing. I was gonna say
2: League and Overwatch. You just there's legit no end because there's and the goal is what like
0: to be pro,
2: I guess. <sighs>
0: What is the goal? You know, like is is the goal simply I'm trying to to level cap or the goal is I want to beat the raid or the goal right? But when right. you beat the raid you go to the next raid or you go do the raid again because you didn't get the drop you wanted, yeah. right? Or there's your buddy some, didn't do it. So you got to get mechanic him through it, yeah. or a situation that causes you to do it again and again and again. So that's yeah.
2: it. We're all screwed. Everybody's going to be floating around in hover chairs on the moon and it's going to be Wally all over again.
1: Dude I'm, is it bad? I'm excited for that because I would like a hover chair. <laughs> <laughs> DX Racer, get on. Oh <laughs> DX Racer, Where's our hover chairs?
0: Now again, this is just a opinion article. I thought it was interesting. Obviously, there are a lot of people coming, you know, coming back and saying, you know, this was a focus piece within America. But let's go look at Japan, uh, 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 an industry that is so media intensive and, and video game focused, and there, and you know, they don't have, they're they're not showing this trend. So now it's like, well, Americans are just lazy, right? But like right. in the end, like there's there's a lot of discrepancies in this, and so it's not necessarily our view. I just thought it was an interesting topic that we could talk about how games nowadays versus games in the past were. Like, games in the past, for the most part, were like there was a beginning and there was an end. And then you waited for the next game. and But here, there's so many games coming on now. And this is what we've, we've talked about with our backlog and everything over the, over you know several shows ago and on the GameZilla Alpha podcast was some of these games have no start, have no end. Yet I put three, four hundred hours into it. And because of it, I don't touch this game. And I don't touch this game. And I don't touch this game because it, the, the, the market is so saturated with games that... I personally don't have enough time to touch all the games I want to play all the games I want so it's almost like a stress piece it's almost like it almost gets to you you're like man I bought this game it's sealed on my shelf and I still haven't played it you know and it's almost like overload sensory overload Mm -hmm.
2: yep so for everybody listening out there go to work (laughs) go out hey you want to know what gathering berries with your friends is just as fun in the actual forest as it is in the game forest. Just saying.
0: Mm, oh, I, don't I don't know so. about that. You I mean, for you guys beats. it is because you just
2: beat me up and leave me in the... Fo- oh wait, you do that in the game too. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yep. Yeah, like I said, it's the same. Yep. <laughs> just depends which way I can do it quicker. <laughs> so, that's the other thing I think games, the games offer is instant gratification. Yeah. 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 You might be grinding towards a gun or a skill or something like that, but you know what? Like, for some people, it's easier than going into real life and and trying to achieve something.
1: Now that you said this, it was an article that came out. I think it was on Kotaku or I think IGN, one of them, um, where it was a guy who plays play on those Battlegrounds. He doesn't play the game like anyone else. He goes into one house in the in the map, grabs a shotgun. And hides behind the door the entire time. He will not move from this spot, and he gets such an adrenaline rush off of it. Like he, they showed him he's I don't, he's not a streamer. This is just what he does. Someone found him and they kept following him, and this is what he does. He was sitting at one spot. People would check all the rooms in his house, but as soon as they come through that door, he blasts them, kills them, and he gets such a rush from it.
0: Does he move to stay in the circle?
1: No. Don't even move him. If he dies, he dies. He's done. But that's how he gets his adrenaline rush. Like he's he's described it multiple times where he sat in a corner and had someone literally walk in the room, walk back out. Walk back in the room, walk back out. And then he finally came to where they can see him and he shot him and he said he had just the most adrenaline rush he could possibly ever have.
0: I mean that game I, I could I underst I mean that's that's extreme, right? That's very yeah. extreme. But like I played that game with you guys and it's like I would see someone run across a window of a house I was inside, and instantly my anxiety, I would just be like, okay, okay, when that door opens, I'm I'm just going to get, I'm going to mess him up. When that door opens, it's on, like, and you just get, you get so amped up, or you're just running, and that first bullet that hits you, the first bullet that hits you, you're just like, sensory overload, you're like, okay, where did it come from? Oh my god, I'm getting shot. Oh my god, where's my teammates? Oh my, like, it just everything fires at once.
1: I always jump.
0: Yeah, and you always yep. jump. And I there's not many jump. games that make me do that. Like, like we played Destiny, we played Overwatch. I get shot all the time. I get all sorts yeah. of But there's something <laughs> about this game that, like, is going to give me a heart attack. <laughs> like, And I, think I, and I like it at the, the ca- same yeah. time,
2: though. I think it's a fact that it's the countdown. Like in Destiny and yeah. your Halos and all of your multiplayer
0: shooters, you respawn. Right.
2: This is a game, you don't respawn. You have to start yeah, a whole so new calm game. Yeah, but SoCOM,
0: you didn't respawn. And yes, you did cherish your life more. But I don't. I didn't feel like this.
1: I've only felt like that when I was in tournaments. That's the only time when I felt like, like, oh my god, if I don't get this kill, I'm. We lose is all yeah, we I can see we a lot, got yeah. when we
2: got close to our chicken dinner like I couldn't breathe yeah. like it was like I was like so I'm like sitting there shaking and then it's like then it's like I go down and I, I like look up and it's like I see where the person was that killed me and I'm like like I basically am choking Chris through the microphone like there he is oh my god you gotta get it! Right, <laughs> like yeah, I don't exactly. even think he understood what I was saying but well, <laughs> even, I was watching that, that was stream
0: funny. I was watching that stream and it was it was going rough where I had I thought you were not going to make it right So I was just like, you know, nonchalant, just watching the stream, talking with you guys. And then all of a sudden, I look at the screen. I'm like, oh, my God, there's like five five people left. Wait, there's three of them. Oh, my God, there's only two people left. And I instantly, I'm not even playing the game. And I'm like, get it, Cable. (laughs) Cable, (laughs) what are you doing? And then, like, all of a sudden, you guys just start screaming and, like, you know, celebrating. And I'm, like, I'm over here like I was on the team. I'm, like, yeah, yeah, we we did it. We did it. (laughs) And instantly you see the advantage. You see the whole thing of why Twitch is popular, right? It's, like, I wasn't in the team, but I felt like I was part of the team because I was watching it. So it's interactive media again. So. All right. Well, that, that's been our attack on the news for these topics and much more. Visit our Facebook page, Motor City Gaming, and continue the conversation in our Facebook group, The Gamezilla Podcast, or join us on the Discord at MotorCityGaming.com. Yeah.
2: Before we wrap this show up, I have one more very important question from our very own Xander. He said you better read every retro.
0: goddamn word of so it. So I
2: will read every
0: And don't you dare mess up one word. Okay.
2: The whole thing. I'm watching. Question for the show. Hyphen. Hyphen. As I recently announced on Discord, go to fucking Discord if you're not in there already. My wife and I are expecting our first child later on this year. Congrats, sir. Woo, Congratulations, congrats. Xander.
0: It didn't say that. You you misread I know
2: I, I added that. Sorry. And if missing out on that news isn't big enough advertisements to join Discord, yeah, see? Join Discord. You missed out on the news that he's having a baby. I don't know what is. Since I found out, I've noticed I'm paying more attention to children in public places. Specifically, more attention to children at my job, a video game retail shop. Over the past few days I've been watching this eight-year-old child sell game after game, system after system, to get the item he wants most, a PlayStation VR. Today he brought in an Xbox 360, PS3, and Xbox One, as well as a stack of about 10 games. Because he didn't have all the cables slash controllers, he was offered a very low amount, but he kept scheming how he could trade what he could trade for to get that used $350 VR headset that doesn't have motion controllers, a camera, or games. His mother drove him to my store at least five times today, but never got out of the car. Instead, she yelled at him through the car window and the store's open door. My question is, am I in the right to call Child Protective Services on these awful parents? When is it okay for me to... Or, when is it okay for me to beat someone else's child for poor decisions? (laughs) What other thoughts do you have on this situation? Sorry for the long question, but I think you can agree you needed the details.
1: (laughs) Xander.
0: Uh, First off, Xander,
2: don't touch anybody else's child. Never. ever.
1: (laughs) You're going to learn that (laughs) really quick because someone's going to do it to you. Because not only only is
2: the system going to get you, But the parents of the child are going to get you.
0: I mean, you're in a tough situation here because if you try to teach this kid what's right about holding on to his games, like he's just giving everything away for a a device that he doesn't fully understand, then your boss and your company gets mad at you because you're not selling, right? Because that's bottom line, that's all they care about. Mm -hmm. But then if you do try to just sell him what he wants and not educate him then you're not doing justice yourself as a as a gamer as a, as a fan of of the industry and as someone that's supposed to support their gaming community. So it's a real tough like uh, you know balancing act that you have to pull off, but I think, you know, it's important to make sure that you try and and you know knowing the person that you are, I believe that you you have or you and you will, but um you know in the end it's, it's a learning process. You've done things in your life that you probably, re- you regret, right? We've all done things we regret. We've all made, we've all made mistakes. We've all had achievements, right? But the bottom line is, is that I traded all my video games into Funko Land. Me too. I was like, oh man, Sega CD, that's the coolest thing. Here's all my Nintendo stuff. Man, this Sega is a giant pile of shit. <laughs> like, like I, we've done it right, and like, and now here we are, grown, and we're buying all this stuff back, or at least you know I am, and, and I'm collecting retro games, but I'm paying top dollar. I mean, I'm buying some of these games that cost more than they did when they were retail yeah. back in you know in the '90s. So, like, yes, you, you, you know, it's the same concept from when we were kids, and your parents would go. You know, don't grow up too fast. You don't want to be a grown up, and you're like, I want to drive a car, and I want to make money, and I want to do this. And now I'm sitting back there like, man, you know what? I fucking wish I was a kid right now because <laughs> responsibilities are bullshit. You know, like that's just what ha- that's life, man. Everybody has to go through it. I think it's cool when you meet people that are willing to try to help you steer in certain decision making. But in all in all, it's going to come down to to the kids. It's going to come down to their decisions, and and they live with it. And they and who knows they get the VR and they do buy the extra devices down the road and they love it it's just it's you know and yeah. they grow up and and they have these memories of the first VR headset like you know it was it was their special moment in gaming so you don't, we also don't know what could possibly potentially happen for for you know people that are that are making these decisions yeah
2: I think the biggest thing is the fact that this child is eight years old. He definitely should, at this point, have the concept, obviously, of right and wrong. But like the the understanding of value,
0: maybe. Is, I mean, you are considering you listen to the parent story side of this, right? Maybe he doesn't know the right and wrong. Exactly. That's why I said maybe.
2: <laughs> um, but de- definitely at eight, I don't think that I had value. Like the understanding of value oh, no. is is I did lost not. to an eight year old. So I think in this situation... What... Because
0: bottom line is, I I guarantee you, all that stuff he traded in, pro- he probably didn't buy. Right. So it's all think, gifts. Yeah.
2: I think the best thing is, if you want to try to work both ends <laughs> wow. of the situation... <laughs> if you want to try to work both ends of the situation, I think, honestly, maybe getting him like, hey, I need your parent to come in to to finish this up or something like that, and then maybe kind of hinting at that, because it's like... You could still get the sale of the VR, maybe, by explaining to them, like, hey, the value of this is going to be really important. He's going to want it when he's older. And maybe the parent wants them to, like, learn the lesson of, hey, he needs to earn this by making his own way, or... Or you
0: play that trick to get the parent and then you look at the parent and say, hey, he's giving away an Xbox One, 10 games, a 360, a PS3, all of this. He's getting low value because he doesn't have all the parts. Do you know where the power cords and stuff are? Because you're a parent. Mm -hmm. Or... Also, you can look at me, like, he's doing all this for this device here. I just want you to understand, this device requires a PS4, controllers, a camera, additionally to this $350 device. So understand that if he buys this device and goes home, it's not going to give him the experience that he's expecting. Just so you know, so that hopefully you can maybe explain that to your son. Right. Just, just a concept. Or maybe you don't care about your kid's happiness and you just let him do whatever he wants. I don't know, but again, that that would be my attempt at like how I could try to improve the situation.
1: Uh, Xander added in on it. He said, I, "I forgot," and he started by trying to trade in the Switch system oh. he had had to have three months ago.
0: No, no, uh, you're giving away an Xbox One, a Nintendo Switch. Tried given you tried. Oh, it sounds like he didn't. Thank God. A PS3 and an Xbox 360 for a device that's not even a standalone video game system. Right. For a device that has probably I can count on my two hands game. No, you know what? I can count on. Yeah, I'll give it two hands. Barely. Games that maybe are worth checking out for the VR currently.
1: That's at least one play.
0: Ah. <sighs> God.
2: Well, like I said, he's he's eight, so he's he's gonna play it, and and you know if he does get all the parts to it, he's gonna play it for a month and then or three months, like like the switch, and then he's gonna oh well now my friends are all then, all have this. But by the time
0: wanted- he's done that, he's given away a thousand dollars worth of video game equipment, paid three you know got the three hundred fifty dollar device, then hawks the three hundred fifty dollar device off for for a fraction of the cost, let's just say half. And now you're sitting at you've given away thirteen hundred dollars and you have $175 of credit. How do you feel? Oh, and you have no video game systems to play any games on. Right. If you want to be
2: a horrible <laughs> employee, Xander, here's what you do: print out the terms and services to eBay, and then teach the kid how to use it, and then he could teach his parents how to use it. And then he say, like, You want to know mom? I don't need you? That is such
0: a tough because it's such a tough p- position to be in. I totally agree with Xander. Like yeah, I work. I worked at Best Buy for almost seven years. And there were times where someone was set in their ways, and I knew I I knew that device was coming back. I knew they were making a mistake. They either A didn't want to listen to me or I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't correct the situation. And it's tough. You sit there and you're just like, not only is it tough because you're watching someone, especially a kid, right? You're watching a kid make a make a poor decision, but you're also you also feel like, like you feel like shit. You feel like like I'd have days at Best Buy that were so bad because of things like that, where I'm just like, I'm a drone, I'm a robot, I'm a sheep. I I like I have no control over anything. I'm 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 like it almost gave you a worthless feeling, and because of it, it was just like. You hated your job, you hated you hated being there, you know, like and you'd have your good days. I'd have the people coming in in the camera department that wanted to become a professional photographer. My kid's going to college, wants to focus on art. I, and I'd jump in and we'd have an amazing just building block conversation to get this person, get this kid started in the right direction, you know. And those are some of my favorite moments, you know, like and that's why retail can be so rewarding it can be so such a good learning experience for everybody for the customer for the employee for everybody but at the same time you retail is a beast and you deal with both sides of it and unfortunately yeah. i feel like you deal with the negative side of it more than you do the positive side so it's a hard balance uh, when it comes yeah. to that finding
2: you got to find that positive side though yeah. like there's always that one person that comes in that just right. and the thing about it is is it could take 10 minutes into your shift of an 8 hour day Yep. To find that one person that's just going to make your day shit. Yep. Versus that one person you'll find is going to make your month. Yeah. Because you're going to remember that one person. I remember there was a lady that came into my store. She was um, setting up a Christmas light display for her son who was in the military overseas. Right. They, they never set up lights before. So she wanted to be a surprise. So I told her how to set it up. I put it on this like system to where she could like put it on a timer and stuff like that so he could be surprised because he was coming home for the holidays to see her. So she came in after Christmas and was just ecstatic, like, oh, thank you so much for your help. My son loved it. It was the biggest surprise ever. I, I loved seeing him and all this stuff. And I, I felt like a million dollars. Yeah, absolutely. A million dollars. Well, then I moved stores. Well, I'm walking around one one morning doing my morning routine, and this lady's like, "Oh, hey, yeah, uh, you know, what's going on?" And I was like, "Man, I, I should recognize you, but I don't." And then she's like, "Oh, yeah, it's me. You helped me with the..." Li-. And I instantly was like, "Oh, yeah, how's it going?" I was like, "Oh, you're out this way," and she's like, "Oh, no, I went into the other store, and they told you to moved here, so I just left and then came here." <laughs> that lady, <laughs> like, yep. you know, yeah. you get that that great sense of like, yep. I helped you so much that like, you're coming. Out of your way, yeah, to a different location to see me because you are happy with the service that I gave. Yeah, those
0: were those were my favorite people. I I'd have people that would come and buy camera gear from me, and I'm a, so I'm a photographer. I took the I took the I took that department and and made it my own. And I had people that would come in and say, "Is Jason working?" And they'd say, "No, he's off today." And they would just walk out. Like when's he work next? Tomorrow at uh, you know two two to ten? Okay, see you tomorrow. Like they wouldn't even buy from somebody else. Right. Yeah, you know, and so loyalty and just respect, like that's super cool. Like when you those people, you're right, they they made they made everything worth it. But uh, I think Xander Cable,
2: I can't even tell you the amount of number two pencils this guy can sell, dude. Oh my god, I mean
0: he's a monster. When it comes to yeah. can, can I get some music? He's a monster. <laughs> When it comes to number two, Pencil Claws. That's right. He didn't think it was going to make it into the podcast. Ting, ting, tink, ting, shink. Pencil Wolverine. How do we the Cable 2KX. <laughs> yeah. The man, the myth, the legend.
1: Can I end the show
0: now? Xander, thank you for the question. I think, uh, you know, A, you're going to be an awesome dad. You know, the fact that you're already paying attention to these things. Just shows uh, how good of a how good of a father you're gonna be, and you know I already know you're a good person. So you you, you do I'm sure you do plenty of yeah. great things at the store every day. So
2: that was Plus my my first we thought. need people to carry on Nerd Barbecue.
1: Yeah, that was my first thought when I heard the news. I was like, dude, he's gonna be an excellent father.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Super excited for you, bud. Congratulations once again.
0: All right, we want to thank uh, Detroit Beard Collective once again for sponsoring this episode of the GameZilla podcast. Remember to use the code MCGAMING to save 20% on all your beard grooming orders over $25. If retro video gaming is your thing,
2: then you have to listen to Legend of Retro. Just to congratulate Xander, who's having a
0: kid if you haven't heard. Yeah, and Xander's got his new temporary co-host, Craig. Yep. I don't know if Craig has a a nickname or not, so we're just going to go Craig. We're going to go with Craig. Like like Craig. It's just Craig. So, and, uh, yeah, they they host the Legend of Retro podcast. And here's a little teaser for you. I was talking about Cave Story earlier this episode. They're going to be talking about Cave Story this week on the Legend of Retro. So don't miss that. Do
2: not miss it. Yeah. You can catch them every Thursday in all of the same great places. That you listen to me, Jazzy Fiddle.
0: That you listen to this podcast, the GameZilla oh, yeah, podcast, yeah, yeah. iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, MotorCityGaming.com. And then, of course, if you can't get enough of us, there's always GameZilla Alpha every Sunday in all those great great locations. If you're looking for a focus piece, you want that one topic that we're going to scream about, yell about, and fist fight about, that's the show to listen to, GameZilla Alpha. Yeah, side note, um, there's no free tacos True, there's there's not, but yeah, there might to
2: be some confusion <laughs> on the Alpha
0: Show <laughs> with uh, our fans in the Discord, and hopefully that clears them up for them. Yeah. Uh, last thing I want to shout out is I want to thank everybody that has uh, subscribed and given us five stars on iTunes, uh, left a review. So the one that caught my eye this week, I was working on the website, and I, was, and, and I got some exciting things coming to MotorCityGaming.com here shortly, but I wanted to give a shout out to, and I can't, I, the username's like, Rindakada, Rindakada, something like that. Wait, say that twice. Rindakada, Rindakada. There you go. So okay. shut up, okay? <laughs> Anyways, it's uh, basically said, this podcast does things to me that women cannot, dot, dot, dot. Wow. That was the review five stars. So I wanted to be like, la- I had to make sure that I said it on the show because I was dying laughing. When I was going through the reviews, I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Two things thanks yeah uh, second um <laughs> i don't know what kind of women you're with but thanks yeah shout out to our, our one of our more recent reviews as well tony uh stating listen to one episode and you'll be hooked so we, we're, we appreciate all the feedback we appreciate the five stars it helps us a ton on itunes if you have not gone to itunes given us five stars left a review and click that subscribe button Please do so because it helps us a lot. And if you like the show and you want more, that's what we need. We need to grow this. We need more people to listen to it. And we need, uh, you know, we need yeah. DX Racer to be like, "Damn, we're in Michigan. They're in Michigan. We gotta, we gotta cross promote. We gotta, we gotta work together." That's what we need. Yeah. So. Think of
2: how many chairs we could sell, DX Racer.
0: Tons. Exactly. I bought one. Cable bought one. I
1: did.
0: Jazzy bought eight year. Seven. We're just going to say he
1: bought one. He bought a chair.
0: He bought a chair. So, odd man out. It's okay. Hey. But All right, well, chairman. thanks for tuning in to episode 163 of the GameZilla podcast. We are the Elite Free DLC for all your gaming news. And until next time, G- game, game on! on.
2: Cable.
1: Dude, what's that? What? <laughs>